Hello, and welcome to Blended Fatherhood. I'm your host, James Ferris, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about discipline. Now, discipline is a topic that is very complicated, and especially in a blended family, it gets really, really, really messy really quickly if you don't plan ahead. And so this is just going to be kind of a general overview of some stuff to think about when you're at the start of uh, your blended family, or if you're maybe getting married and um, going to end up with a blended family. So you want to talk to your, your future spouse about these things, which um, will be really helpful and help you navigate some of that kind of hairiness that can happen at the beginning of a blended family because dif- discipline is such a difficult topic. Uh, first thing I want to do is I want to talk about a couple different things on why discipline is difficult. And that is because of the relationships that you have with your stepkids and the relationship that your wife has with stepkids or her kids um, and the relationship that you might have with your kid. Those are, those relationships are all different. Now, not to say that one is better or the other. You can have fantastic relationships with anybody, but they're different. And so when you come into a relationship and you have a child and you've known them for, let's say, eight years, okay? You've known them for eight years. You are well aware of a bunch of different things about them. They are well aware of a bunch of different things about you. They understand your attentions. They know where your love comes from, how love is uh, just kind of distributed from you, how they feel love from you. There's a lot of stuff that they know, and you kind of have this bonded relationship that's really, really deep and connected, and that's a great thing. On the contrary, when your wife has a kid who's nine, and you get married, and you maybe have known them a year and a half, okay? So she's known them nine years, you've known them a year and a half. That relationship is not as strong as the relationship that's been there for nine years, right? And so because the relationship is not that strong and there isn't that bonded sort of pairing between the step-parent, step-child, there's a lack of grace when discipline is given or situations arise that might be seen as unfair or unjust. When a parent disciplines a child, and maybe it's unfair because it's like a heat of the moment, there is a, there is a little bit of grace that happens uh, because they have that bonded relationship. And it's easier for them to understand rules and things that are set in place because of that bonded relationship. But when that doesn't exist, it's so much easier for them to think, no, that's just the enemy. They are an unfair person. They are a mean person. I don't like them. And they don't give you that grace that they would give to their biological parent. A good instance of this is something that happened at the beginning of a relationship. And I take full responsibility for this because I went into it a little bit like, here we go. Boom. We're a family. Awesome. This is our house. I'm the father. We're going to make sure that everybody is following rules. We're going to be doing the things that we need to do. And I'm like, bam, here we go. Let's take care of this. And and mind you, I had read a bunch of different books and listened to stuff. And I knew the idea that like, hey, like my wife needs to take the lead with my two um, stepkids. And I knew that. And I think we kind of had a conversation where I had said that to her. But in reality, that did not happen. I, I kind of let that go and it didn't work or I, w- I didn't fully have her back and stuff. And so one of the stories that happened at the very, very beginning of a relationship, you know, we, we had just gotten married. Uh, you know, we're newlyweds. Uh, we're spending a lot of time together. It's amazing. It's awesome. And I think the last thing, and even parents who've been married for a while, kind of don't like to hear is this whole like, can I come in? 
can I come in at the door at night? That is, uh, to me, it's like, oh, come on, seriously. And our youngest, you know, um, he kind of had a bedtime, but not really. And so I was very much like, no, you need to have a bedtime. It's good for your brain. You need to sleep. You need to know how to fall asleep. You need to know how to follow a schedule. These are all really good things. And as a teacher, like I'm establishing routine because routine is really important, especially for um, the younger the kid is. And so they don't have a routine. It's like, you know, not so great. So again, I'm trying to establish routine. And this was pretty much immediately. I was like, nope, bam, boom. Here's the routine that we're going to go with. Here's your bedtime. This is going to happen. You're going to go to bed. I didn't even take into context, I guess, some of his previous sort of things where he, you know, didn't really have the most like strict bedtime. She was a single mom. They lived in like a two bedroom apartment. She's doing the best she can. She did an amazing job. But, you know, he doesn't have his bedroom really by himself. So he's co-sleeping with a couple different people, his sister sometimes, whatever. Doesn't matter. He doesn't have this set sort of like, boom, here's your room. Boom, here's your bedtime. You need to get some sleep. And then here's this guy, me, who comes in kind of like the enemy. He's like, nope, boom, here we go. 8 p.m., bam, you're going to bed. Goodbye, see ya. Because I want that alone time with my wife. Now, I did not say goodbye, see ya. But again, to him, I'm pretty sure that's probably how it came off. He's like, this guy's trying to like come in and ruin everything and whatever. And so there's a lot of nights of like screaming, crying, terror. I don't even know. Yelling, slamming of doors. It was not good. And I don't think we handled it uh, the best. Uh, Eventually it got better. There's still a lot of the kind of I come in at night. And then also um, just a lot of like procrastinating when I'm like, hey, you got 30 minutes till bed. And it's like 20 minutes go by. No movement no go to brush your teeth, nothing. And I'm like, okay, you got uh, 10 minutes to go to bed. I think even last week, maybe I grounded him because I was like, dude, I told you 30 minutes. I told you 10 minutes. And now you got like two minutes. You haven't showered, taken a bath or uh, brushed your teeth or whatever. Right. And you got to do that in two minutes. And then he misses it. And like, you got to be more responsible. You know this. Um, But at the beginning, it wasn't, wasn't like that. So, and also kind of delved a wedge a little bit between me and my wife because if you if you think about this idea of like bonded relationships and grace to somebody when something happens so when you're a kid and your parent disciplines you you show them a little bit of grace even if you don't like it because they're your parent and you have a relationship that's set in stone and the same thing applies to when you have like a good friend anytime you have a relationship that's over a long period of time, you have more grace for them when something bad happens or something they do you don't like. And, and that's just kind of how it goes because you know them. And so you know kind of like where their heart is at and, you know, maybe it was a mistake and you give them a little bit more grace. So when you're in a new relationship and you have multiple different new relationships that you're trying to navigate and you say something like, hey, go to bed or know you're grounded or this is really frustrating, you need to follow directions. And they take that as something that's like very hurtful and you don't have that grace from them because you don't have that bond or relationship. It's way easier for them to be like, you're the enemy. This is your fault. Instead of them being like, okay, dad, and kind of getting over it and moving on and giving you that grace. The next thing that's a little bit more complicated is when you do discipline um, a kid. And this happened, like if you've ever had your kid kind of chastised by a teacher or they got disciplined and you think it was maybe a little bit unfair, which which can happen sometimes. You know, I mean, life isn't fair, so unfair disciplines do happen. 
sometimes. And it's not something that's amazing, but you know, it does happen. And if you think it's unfair, like if you don't have a relationship with whoever is the person who gave that unfair discipline, it's going to be a little bit of a problem. And if you have a relationship with them, but maybe it's not the best relationship, then it's going to be something that's like, okay, that was not good. I don't like that at all. And so you again, there's a lack of grace. So let's say you're a new relationship, you're married six months in, and you get really mad at your uh, stepdaughter, okay, and you discipline them, and maybe it wasn't exactly how you should have, and maybe it was a little bit unfair because you were just really angry, which happens, and if you're a parent and you've done this, it happens sometimes. People make mistakes, we're adults, we're human, that's okay, but because it happened to a non-biological child, number one, they feel a little bit unfairly kind of chastised by you, and that's not good, but then if your wife sees it too, she's like, I man, I don't know if I fully trust you to discipline in my kids, right? And so there's a weird sort of like outsider feeling that kind of happens because of this lack of like emotional sort of grace in this area. And so that is something that has to kind of be reined in and just kind of identified because it can fester and make it feel like, okay, my wife doesn't think I'm good for this job. My kids don't think I'm good for this job. Am I good for this job? Am I good at doing this? You know, and the, all the things that we talked about were like the lack of praise, the kind of you're in a job that you're not really supposed to be in, and maybe some of the jelly she sits in because their dad doesn't get that same treatment. So that's all not so great um, and stuff that can definitely like well up and come up when we're talking about discipline. So you have to be aware of it and have a conversation with your wife about it. So how do we combat some of those kind of negative aspects that appear in our situation that we have as a father in a blended family. The most important thing is that you and your wife are on the same page. You have had conversations, you have laid out a plan for how discipline is going to work, specifically with how the non-biological parent is going to discipline the non-biological kids that they have. It doesn't really matter what kid is involved, both you and your wife need to be on the same page, so everything is dealt fairly between both of you to any kid that is in the family. If it is unfair across between the different parents or somebody gives the discipline and then like the wife's like, eh, no, that was, you know, too harsh and they do it in front of the kid. You're not showing unity. You're not doing it together. It's not going to end well. And so you have to have those conversations with your wife and figure out how everybody can be on the same level and then explain that to the kids and say, hey, Here's how this dynamic is going to work. I know you're still working on your relationship with your stepfather, but he has my permission to kind of make these rules and have you follow these rules because these are the rules of the house and just have that conversation. If that conversation never happens and there's nothing that makes it seem like mom is on board with you giving out discipline or you making some rules that need to be set, then they're going to kind of still think, okay, outsider not exactly going to listen to him. And even if you do have this conversation, they still might think, okay, outsider, not necessarily, but you have the backing from your wife. And so it makes the whole family stronger because there's a unity there between the relationship that keeps everybody together, which is you and your wife. The second thing that I want to talk about to help kind of deal with some of these discipline issues that arise is Another consistency thing, but it has to do with specifically the kids in your family, right? So your family dynamic is different than mine, but we have, um, or I have, 
I have two stepkids technically, and then I have one biological kid that's from both um, me and my wife. It's not from a previous relationship. And so with that, I have to deal fairly disciplined across all three kids. And even not necessarily from a discipline aspect, I need to deal fairly with all three of those kids, regardless of whatever it is, right? And that that's not always the easiest thing. Um, it's not always the easiest thing when I think you're dealing with just your biological kids, but making being a blended family kind of makes it a little bit more difficult because you have a lot more divisions that already just inherently exist, right? There is a division between me and my stepkids just by the fact that they have a, another dad and I'm not their biological dad. And even if I don't call them my stepkids, because I don't, they're my kids, um, it's not something that just kind of melts away because I don't say stepkid all the time. And so you have to be consistent with your discipline. Now, um, uh, my wife has called me out on this. She always thinks that I'm being too harsh. I, I like to think that I'd be consistently harsh, but in reality, I think I'm a little bit harsher on uh, my son who's 10 now, right? And uh, I was harsh on him from the beginning. I'm not as harsh on our eldest daughter. And I I don't really know where that comes from. I do need to work a little bit on making sure that that is fair. Um, And especially when my biological son, he gets older, I need to make sure that there is a fair sort of discipline and not as harsh or just equally harsh um, to all the kids because it's going to drive division up. You know, my son will see that I'm being harder on him than maybe my other two kids and he won't like that. And any kid wouldn't like that, right? So you need to make sure that you're being fair. And your wife, just talk to her about it. Have her be the person who will call you out. And that's going to be very difficult, very humbling, very something that you're probably not going to like because nobody really likes being called out when they do something wrong. But you you just need to work at it continually. And, and again, it's okay if you're not perfect, but as long as you're aware that this issue is something that has to be fixed or that you are treating something unfair and you can take that in, then it's going to be way more beneficial because you, there's nothing that'll hurt it worse is if you're completely unfair and the reason they think it's because you're being unfair is because you're not their biological kid, right? That is demoralizing. It's not something that anybody really would like to think. Um, and so the opposite effect of he is fair to me and he loves me and I am not his biological kid is a way better feeling to kind of promote um, just for the betterment of their life and your life in a blended family. And then last is just making sure that you're thinking about everything as a relationship. You know, even as a father... Um, you want to be, have a relationship with your kids, and if, even if you're not in a blended family. But especially in a blended family, you want to be trying to have a relationship with all the kids. It doesn't matter where they are um, or what they're doing or how old they are. Your job is to have a relationship with them. So make sure that at the forefront of your dealings with them, is it, make sure it's not discipline, for one. Make sure that it's relational. You're doing the things that they like to do with them. You're being a good father. You're asking them about their day. You're doing all those things that have you building a good relationship with them and not disciplining them. Sometimes discipline happens, but the main focus is that you should be trying to build a relationship with them and listening to them, asking them for what they think, uh, being patient with them. And it might take years to bond and develop a trusting, loving relationship with your non biological kids, but be persistent in the relationship building aspect, the more and more and more you do that, the easier it will be and the better your relationship is going to be. Um, 
I'm kind of lucky in the sense that as a teacher, my youngest, um, not our youngest, actually. So our son, who's 10, he goes to school with me. I take him, drive him in the morning. And while my wife was working, you know, I would drive him everywhere. We're basically together 24-7 all the time. So I spent a really, really, really good amount of time with him, like getting to know him, figuring out what he likes, dislikes, hanging out with him, being kind of his biggest champion. We spent a lot of time in the car, like talking, listening to music, or doing those sort of things. I know all about everything that's going on at school. So I spent a lot of time trying to build that relationship up because at the beginning, I didn't do a good job. You know, I was really harsh on him and and that kind of took its toll. And he, many different times, he kind of shouted like, I hate you to me. And, uh, you know, sometimes I think that's still there um, just a little bit. Like I can see it across his face where he's like, this guy. And that's okay. And I'm okay with that. You know, again, I'm still trying to build a relationship. I'm still trying to like figure him out and uh, just kind of make sure that he knows that I love him and I always will love him. And uh, no matter what I did in the past or if I'm hard on him or not, that I always love him. And the same thing to do with um, my daughter taking that foot off and then like now trying to like, you know, sometimes put that the gas back on some of the discipline and kind of talking to her. That that wasn't a good thing either because now it's just like, well, okay, I don't fully know how to relate to you, but I also want to make sure that like, again, is our relationship good and how do I build that relationship? The age of your stepkids kind of helps or hinders this. So the younger they are, the easier it is to kind of establish a relationship because they're going to be in the house longer. You're going to have way more time to actually interact with your stepkids. The older they are, the less time you're going to have because they're going to be either leaving the house they're a lot busier. They spend a lot more time doing other things that don't relate to their parents at all. And so you have to be very intentional about how you're spending your time to make sure that everything is coming from a relationship standpoint and that the interactions are more relational rather than your interactions only being disciplined. If your interactions are only disciplined, you're not going to build a good relationship and you're going to be stuck in this like, I hate you mode. You're the enemy mode for a lot longer than you want to be. Now, I know that was a little bit of a whirlwind of information real quick about discipline. We'll dive a lot deeper into some very specific issues in some later episodes. Again, I I just wanted to kind of give a general overview of discipline and a couple different things that you want to think about, especially when you're first starting out. You know, if you've been doing this for a long, long, long long time, this might not have been the most helpful because you kind of know some of that stuff. But if you're just starting out, there's some really good information that you should kind of key in on. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Really appreciate it. If you like the podcast, please please subscribe. Please like, please follow, please share with um, any fathers you know who are in blended families who might need something to listen to that can help them out or help them relate. Again, also, if you have any questions, comments, uh, love to hear from you. Please email me at james at blendedfatherhood.com. And next time we're going to be talking about those specific relationship building things you can do or a couple different specific relationship building things you can do. Again, thank you so much for listening. See you next time.